Welcome back to New World Next Week. I'm James Corbett at CorporateReport.com. And I'm James Evan Pilato for MediaMonarchy.com. There's no need to create an account. All you do is enter your health card number. We've got that story, plus musicians against mandates. But first, Merck to double production of breakthrough COVID pill as nations line up to buy it. Despite safety concerns raised by multiple scientists, Merck is signing deals with countries left and right for its new COVID therapeutic Molnupiravir. Mm, that, that sounds healthy already. As the pharmaceutical giant already planning to double production of the drug in 2022 as experts expected to face the same kind of early days gold rush that greeted the approval of the initial MAGA jabs, Merck said it aimed to increase its own production from 10 million courses of the drug this year to at least 20 million next year, which would be equivalent to 800 million tablets. But it could provide no guidance on the likely production schedule or pricing for generic manufacturers, which will largely be responsible for supplying developing nations with the treatments. We are doing these special purchase agreements as a sort of initial way to get therapy to people as quickly as possible in certain countries. And there's a large number of them that we're working through, said Nicholas Cartsonis, Merck's senior vice president of clinical research. But I don't want to underestimate the second tier of this, which is trying to get as many people around the world as we can. I, I assume he means, you know, healthy and full of life. As it submits its data to the FDA for approval, the agency now faces a difficult decision to balance potentially harmful side effects with the drug's potential ability to cut hospitalizations and death rates in half. Merck has signed deals already with New Zealand, Singapore, Australia, South Korea in just the past week. I believe I've heard those places are lockdown hellscapes as well. They're already in talks with other countries, of course. Land of the Free has already agreed to buy more than a million courses, while Merck preps for Molnupiravir to be one of the most lucrative drugs of all time. The firm has signed deals with eight generic manufacturers to accelerate production of the drug. Those aforementioned scientists warning about things? Proceed with caution at your own peril. Merck's COVID superdrug poses serious health risks, scientists warn. <laughs> Warnings. It is full speed failing forward ahead, though, James. Unfortunately so. And if all of this sounds like deja vu all over again, then congratulations. You've been paying attention because this is essentially um, the vaccine scam part two, isn't it? Where in order to pretend that this was necessary... Uh, to give the uh, FDA's emergency use approval on it, they had to pretend, A, that this is this pressing health concern that is the number one health concern in the world right now. Look at all these people who are exceeding the actual life expectancy, who are keeling over at the ripe young age of 91 with multiple comorbidities. Uh, um, not only do they have to pretend that this is the, the most pressing health concern in the world right now, they also have to pretend that there's no other possible way of treating any of these symptoms. Vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, sunlight, being healthy, eating well, not being fat and, and ridiculously diabetic and all of this. No, no, none of that. Just take these pills. You'll be all better. So it is that scam all over again. And I'm confused because as you point out in that uh, Zero Hedge article, they're talking about Merck. 10 million courses of the drug this year. They're trying to increase production to 20 million next year, which is equivalent to 800 million tablets because a apparently a course is 40 tablets taken over the course of five days, four pills taken twice a day for five days, which 
Oh, by the way, yes, of course, they're charging 40 times the actual cost of manufacture for these. So ka-ching, ka-ching. But the USA Today is um, talking about this in their article about drug makers seeking FDA clearance for their antiviral pill. They're saying that Merck says it will supply about 1.7 million doses of molnupiravir to the U.S. government for distribution. To the U.S. government for distribution? I don't know. There's, uh, you know, all of that kind of rigmarole taking place. I hope people will go to the um, Barron's article uh, Merck's COVID pill could pose serious risks, scientists warn, to read more about what the scientists are saying about what, the way that this drug supposedly works and the fact that it might not, it might have dangerous side effects. We'll put it that way, or side effects. Uh, Molnupiravir works by incorporating itself into the genetic material of the virus and then causing a huge number of mutations as the virus replicates, effectively killing it. What could go wrong? Oh, in some lab tests, the drug has also shown the ability to integrate into the genetic material of mammalian cells, causing mutations as those cells replicate. So, hey, here's a drug that'll give you cancer, but the FDA will give it emergency use authorization, which, as we know, means that the, the drug manufacturer is immune to any prosecution that you might bring. Uh, when you end up having cancer down the road. But you are not immune from COVID-19, even by their ginned, fake, made-up numbers from their phony baloney trials and studies. They are telling you that this is not, this doesn't prevent uh, infection or transmission or anything of that sort. Again, it's just to treat symptoms. So again, no immunity from the, taking these pills, but you better believe Merck has immunity from your prosecution. And uh, yeah, there are very serious questions about the, the actual mechanism and action of this drug. But of course, all of this swirls around the fundamental question, which is always about, no, of course, they don't want something that actually prevents a transmission or infection of any sort of infectious agent. They don't want anything that actually cures a disease. They want to keep you sick and mitigate the symptoms because that is a business model that works. Do not believe me? Don't believe me. Uh, go to our good old friends at Goldman Sachs, who, of course, uh, in 2020 were publishing the Genome Revolution, talking about all of these ideas for different ways, gene therapies and other things, gene editing that could radically revolutionize the healthcare industry, um, where they talk about the fact that, well, actually, if we actually uh, cure things, it, it's not it's not really going to help our business model. What we the potential to deliver one-shot cures is one of the most attractive aspects of gene therapy, genetically engineered cell therapy and gene editing. However, such treatments offer a very different outlook with regard to recurring revenue versus chronic therapies, particularly in certain disease, blah, blah, blah. Goldman Sachs talking about ka-ching, ka-ching. No, we want people to be sick and we will mitigate their symptoms. That's the business model, and that's exactly what all of these big pharma companies are doing. Everyone, I assume, who follows our work regularly already knows all of this, and everyone who calls you a crazy conspiracy theorist over the course of the past 18 months has suddenly gone, rah, rah, big pharma, yay! They can do no wrong! Let's give them more money, woo! Welcome to Hellscape. And it keeps going and keeps going. I keep hearing, you know, it's like, oh, for these 18 months, like, I feel like I've heard people say, oh, this 18 months for the last few months. It's like a slow motion kind of hellscape. Um, just this morning on my morning show, kind of semi related, but it's essentially the same thing. It's the World Economic Forum pushing their brain chip for depression. If you're a big, giant, fat person, 
don't think about your diet or going outside. Here's literally a brain chip, and that's the World Economic Forum talking about your health. So again, Goldman Sachs, <laughs> the World Economic Forum, these are the places talking about your health. Kind of sounds like maybe folks should follow the money. And that's how we get rolling on this New World Next Week, episode 463, and the hellscape keeps on coming. Proof of Vax QR code goes live in Alberta, Canada. This pretty much reads like another government press release masquerading as news. A proof of vaccination app is now available for download in Alberta after the app was spotted in the Crapple and Gulag stores. Premier Jason Kenney made it official during a recent COVID-19 update. There's no need to create an account. All you need to do is enter your Alberta health card number. When a valid QR code is scanned, a green check mark will verify the proof of vaccination. It's that easy for businesses and Albertans participating in the restrictions exemption program. Rep, get it? The app will be free and will not store any personal information. Just, you know, whether or not you got your MAGA jab or not. The new verification app can be found on your phone's app store or by heading to your government website. Kenny says the new QR code verifier app will be in addition to the rep implementation grant that his government announced last week. Sorry about your small business, but the government's doling out $2,000 payments available to businesses to help offset the cost of implementing participating in this tyrannical program. And the rep training grant is also providing funding, get this, to businesses to help train their staff on how to safely and professionally recoup or request proof of vaccination. And we know it's generally most of the places you go to, the clerks and the servers, they're hardly trained at their ostensible job they're supposed to be doing. But now they're going to be the, the MAGA jab police. Kenny says the Alberta version of the COVID-19 vaccine passport will be in place at least until the early months of next year, but totes no longer than that, right? He says while the passport is helping reduce case numbers with no evidence whatsoever, the next few months will be critical as dark winter comes again and people head indoors. About 85% of eligible Albertans have now had at least one dose of the MAGA jab. That is up from 78% just only a month ago. Man, this sounds like a really great tool for social credit. It's a it's a real shame they're going to wrap this all up in the early months of next year. Right, James? Hey, actually, what's your rep score? Hopefully zero, um, because it, <laughs> this is the game where if you the higher your point score, the worse as a human being you are. You're a good citizen. You're a good little sheep. Here you go. Here's your here's your points in this game. Um, yeah. Isn't this just wonderful? And I know this is not, I mean, we, we're seeing this all over the globe and we're seeing it happen all the time. So I know this isn't breaking new news that we've never seen before, but it was reading this story that it really hit me afresh. One of those moments where you see all the connections and it was, it was exactly those points of the story that you're honing in on. So they have this rep program uh, for basically instituting this system of what businesses people can and cannot enter under what conditions and whatever. 
At the moment, it is specifically supposedly about COVID-19, but we know that this is an infrastructure that is being laid for the government to declare in any self-declared emergency of any sort for any duration to be able to tell people where and when they can or cannot access public spaces. This is an infrastructure that's being laid. And there are government programs that are being provided. Hey, here's a couple thousand dollars to help onboard your, your business and make sure that you guys are all in compliance with all of this. And we'll we'll start training programs so that you know how, how best to deal with this and how to implement it in your company's workflow. And here's a smartphone app that we've developed for this. The infrastructure that is going into place right now, if you are thinking of this, as you should not be, but if you are still thinking about this, that this is just a one-time thing that's just about this one-off virus that's going around, and that's what this is about, guys. If you are still thinking about that, the infrastructure for the total lockdown of society that's going into place right now should be mind-blowing. Because, yeah, clearly, A, this is not about SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19 or anything of the sort. It is about the general control. And B, once put in place, this infrastructure is not going away. Never again will you ever be able to simply access these spaces once these things go into place. Now, I don't have the crystal ball. I can't tell you exactly how this plays out. And who knows? Maybe there's huge resistance and pushback and they they go, okay, COVID-19's over now, guys. And look, now everyone can go again. We'll just keep this infrastructure in place for when we need it later. Or it, they could be going all the way right now into total lockdown for the rest of your life. I don't know which way that plays out. But either way... The infrastructure is there, and we have to understand the incredible global level of what is happening right now. Country after country all around the globe is being directed by outside forces to implement these things and are being incentivized to do these things. Do you remember when the uh, Belarusian president, Alexander Lukashenko, came out and said, oh, the IMF is basically bribing us with nearly a billion dollars of COVID relief aid in return for imposing extreme lockdowns, forcing uh, face masks, imposing strict curfews, imposing police state, crashing the economy. Hey, guy, hey, Lukashenko, here's a billion bucks. Now go enslave your people. And remember when the IMF came out to deny that and said, well, on Belarus, I can tell you we did not demand quarantine, isolation, lockdown, but we sought assurances for steps to contain the pandemic in line with WHO recommendations, which is our standard operating procedure in all countries. So, just the same. <laughs> their, their denial is to say, well, we didn't say that, but yeah, just the same. <laughs> Absolute insanity. And remember, remember uh, uh, Magafuli uh, in Tanzania? where he was uh, showing the absolute fraud of the PCR test scam that was going on and disappeared. And then it's announced, oh yeah, he died. Uh, the may, Many believe the virus is to blame. It must have been the virus that got him, but he's dead. There is an international criminal conspiracy taking place right now. A crime syndicate is locking down the planet in country after country, using their control and their leverage over the real centers of power, not the political puppets whose shadows are being cast on the cave wall. The real controllers of this are operating behind the scenes, and people who do not go along with this and lock down their populations may just end up dead, and will say it was the virus. This is incredibly ground-shaking stuff for anyone who has any 
any faith or hope left in the, the political process and all of that, all of those illusions, all of those scales should be falling from your eyes right now. And that's what I see when I see a story like this in my wonderful home and native province of Alberta. Um, all I can say is if this goes into place, it will never, ever stop. You cannot let the governments get away with this. You must resist with everything you have. It's almost it's almost become so mundane. It's just like, oh, hey, here's the announcement to get in, bring back the economy, slogans and happy words and things. And people don't seem to realize it. And more NBA stars are speaking out against this than Christians. That's, I don't know, a bigger hellscape, I guess, that I can think of. But fortunately, there is this weekend pushback against the scamdemic hellscape, finally, on this New World Next Week, episode 463, New Coalition of Musicians Opposing Vax Mandates and Segregation, facethenationmusic.com, a truly independent campaign to unite musicians who support freedom. Music is about choice. Music is about freedom, about love and acceptance. We're all free to choose the music we love, to choose music which resonates with our lives, our dreams, aspirations. Music is powerful. So it is very concerning to freedom lovers everywhere when famous musicians, the biggest stars in the world, take public political positions which go absolutely against freedom, which go against choice, which go against love and acceptance, even though that's the fascist flag they like to fly while they're, of course, locking you down. Face the Nation music opposes mandatory jabs, mandatory testing, and mandatory checking in. There is a giant current list of musicians from Australia and all around the world who are publicly standing up for freedom and choice. And it's just, you can scroll, scroll, scroll. Tons of independent artists just go click and find something you like. If you kind of want to puke when you look at your record shelf now or your playlist, try out new music from bands that don't want to force MAGA jabs on you. So there's kind of a press release, but at least one about freedom and not about force. A huge thanks to the band Faithless Town for letting me know about facethenationmusic.com. I played Faithless Town song, New World Order, on the air earlier this year. We will put the video link in the show notes for New World Order. Now, in our ongoing conversations, you know, between you and me and Brock about what we're going to talk about on New World next week, we kind of bandy about ideas. And my, my main story suggestion was Face the Nation Music Coalition Against Mandates. Either that or let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and Corbett says, I have no idea what that is other than some chant thing. And then Brock, our buddy, fills us all in. Sports crowds around the U.S. have been chanting F Joe Biden. And at a NASCAR event, the, the car racing thing here in the States, some driver who was actually named Brandon was giving a big winning interview. In the background, you can clearly hear F Joe Biden but the dumb, dumb interviewer says something like, oh, you must be so happy to hear the crowd cheering. Let's go, Brandon. And it became a meme. And that is how memes work from NASCAR to Vietnam to Japan and back again. We'll include some extra links about Let's Go, Brandon and that original link. 
hopefully there are some of the folks who are going to go, oh, that's what that thing's about that I've seen so much. One last good news nugget. Revolt begins at Southwest Airlines as air traffic controllers staged a walkout over the weekend over the vaccine mandate. It has gotten fairly large. James, that's our little bits of uh, pushback. Well, let me add a couple more so that we can uh, hopefully balance this episode of Hellscape out with a little bit of Fredonia. Um, so I will note that uh, I just saw LibertyManiacs.com um, has a bunch of apparel and flags and other things that you can now purchase. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so if you are interested, I will throw that in the show notes. Um, interestingly, I also just today received a little tip from a listener about Intel's official policy on COVID vaccines. Um, and I will put the link in the show notes. Um, but for example, from their own little document on coronavirus communication 8.3, what if I don't want a vaccination? Intel does not require that its workforce obtain the COVID-19 vaccination. 8.4, do I still have to work with someone who declines to be vaccinated? Intel does not require that its workforce obtain the COVID-19 vaccination. Uh, 8.13, do managers or uh, sponsors need to know who has been vaccinated? For privacy reasons, managers uh, must not collect or share employee medical data. Da, da, da. It's, it's uh, wow, like what on earth, what's going on here? And as this uh, correspondent uh, to uh, says in the, their postscript, Intel CEO Pat Gelsinger was raised in an Amish farm and is a strong Christian. So, hey. Maybe Intel is the place to go, as it turns out. I don't know. I'm not making any. <laughs> I, I, Intel is deeply embedded in the intelligence community, so I'm not really suggesting that. But at any rate, there are corporations out there that are quietly, I never saw any stories about this, but are quietly doing a little bit of pushback on this issue. So um, if, if people know about other companies that have those types of policies, don't let them fly under the wire. Let's, let's let people know mm -hmm. about them. That's pretty interesting. Intel's headquarters is actually back in Oregon, which, of course, is having the giant battle of lockdowns versus freedom from, of course, the, you know, we hate Trump crews. <laughs> ah, what a hellscape. There it is. New World Next Week, episode 463. Hopefully a little bit of extra positive news there. And as we want to remind you again, NewWorldNextWeek.com has Media Monarchy's new time radio play called Octopus for the 30th anniversary of Danny Casolaro, plus Corbett DVDs, 9-11 Trillions, 9-11 War Games, Who is Bill Gates? And now we are happy to announce on a two-DVD set, How and Why Big Oil Conquered the World, back on DVD for the first time in about a year and now in stock at NewWorldNextWeek.com, of course. There's also the P.O. Box for memberships and support. All that info always down in the show notes. And, of course, I stream news, music, memes, and more Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 Mountain Time at MediaMonarchy.com slash listen. It's like a radio station when those used to be good. I also, of course, include a new Truth Music Song of the Day on every morning monarchy show. That's five new Truth Songs a week. Before you know it, you might not even miss some of those fake punk sellouts that lied to us. James... Now that is good news. All right, I'll take it where I can get it. Okay, James, thanks for doing what you do. I'll talk to you again next week. All right, buddy. Thank you. Take care.